Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk to our food connoisseur slash football star, Michael Felder, on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, Michael, Coach Kelly has never eaten a hot dog. I think we talked about this last time you were on with us, and he's not celebrating National Hot Dog Day. If you only have one condiment to put on a hot dog, what are you going with? I mean, hot sauce, probably. Hot sauce. I was just going to say sriracha has not been mentioned, but that would be a good option. Yeah, that's good. I, listen, I'm from North Carolina, so we eat chili slaw dogs. Chili slaw dog. So, that sounds delicious. Yeah. yeah it used. To, i got to make my own slaw now. We used to be able to buy Texas Pete chili, and it was hot dog chili. So I don't know who said it, but to say that you can't buy like a can or a bottle of something of chili, just to put on your hot dog, you can't. At least we could. Texas Pete. It was chili slaw. Why is... Texas Pete. Oh, sorry, I was going to ask, why is chili. a North Carolina brand named Texas Pete? That's just the name of it. That's Texas a great Pete point. hot sauce. You can get Texas Pete extra hot. That's just the name. It's from Winston-Salem, baby, right up the road, 90 minutes from me. We've all had Texas Pizza, I think, but I, I guess I yeah, didn't realize it's from it was North from North Carolina. Carolina. That is weird. Um, okay, well, that's fine. Um, I guess we'll call him... Uh, We'll call Michael, like, instead of, like, uh, Carolina Michael, we'll call him, like, uh, Pennsylvania Michael Felder's on the line. No connection You at know, all. you can call me You can call me New Mexico Felder. My brother was born in New Mexico. Okay. Probably won't. Um, but I could, for sure. Uh, do you have a brand of dog you go to, Michael? I like uh, Stalin. They're really good. Ballpark, obviously, influenced by Michael Jordan. Um, Nathan's is really good. I like Hebrew National. But, yeah, I'm a, listen, I'm a hot dog guy. I make my own buns. I don't make my own hot dogs. I make my own sausage, but I don't make my own hot dogs. And I'm telling you, Silence, Hebrew National, and uh, Nathan's are probably my three go-tos. And then if I've got a lot of people coming over, I'll go with Ballpark because I'm just trying to be cost-effective. That's, that makes sense. You make your own buns. I'm sorry. Come back? Yes. Yes, sir. Talk to I make me. my own buns and then I steam them. How do you make them? I, I um, nice. I, I've got a. I the, the, here's the cool thing about it. You take so you make your bread dough. Take that bread dough. You let it rise. After it rises, what you do is you cut it into little squares. You roll those squares up and then you lay them sideways and you or sideways. You lay them um, steam down mm-hmm. in a pan. Let those bad boys rise again. Then you cook them off, and they're great. Because here's the thing: they're flat on the bottom. Once you break them apart, they're flat on the bottom, so you don't have to worry about them falling over. Tipping over. And then you can cut that middle part out. When you cut the middle part out, you put that in a Ziploc bag, you throw it in the freezer, you save that to make your breadcrumbs for when you want to do something like chicken pot. Guy's a genius. He's next level. All right, let's talk some football. So we just heard from Sam Pittman at Media Days, and he talked about a couple of things. He feels like the D-line's improved. They're going to try to play mm-hmm. a little more man-to-man, be a little more aggressive, although he yep. said that uh, he did talk to his defensive coordinator about not going cover zero all the time because it makes him nervous. Talked about the portal and, and <laughs> yeah. narrowing the window there, but how you basically have a one-for-one. One. If you lose a guy in the portal, you got to get a guy out of the portal. And then he talked about a uh, talented but unproven group at a couple of key positions on the offensive line. So all that being said, I mean, there's certainly a lot to uh, to take in and consider with Arkansas. The receiving core is unproven. Your tackles are going to be newbies. Um, those are certainly key positions, but you do have a couple of really good, solid pieces in KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders, who are arguably the best players at their position in the league. Yeah, him talking about Rocket Sanders was pretty cool. Like talking about how much bigger he's got, how much stronger he's got. I thought that was a really cool part of it. Um, obviously, we love everybody loves KJ Jefferson. 
of course. Uh, and bringing in 21 high schoolers and then 19 guys out of the portal, that's the thing that stood out to me between the Big 12 media days and obviously now SEC media days. The amount of guys that people are finding in the portal is wild. Like that's, but getting them acclimated, and I think, what do we, Kirby Smart said this. Kirby Smart said we used to have to do a meeting in August to get our team on the same page, but now we have to do it in January. And I think uh, Sam Pittman is on that same page. And we brought these guys in. They're going to be ready to rock and roll, so let's go. And I, I just, this is going to be a really interesting year, especially when you look at the dogs that are out there and who's coming in. We've got Oklahoma and Texas. I don't know we're going to talk about Oklahoma and Texas coming in, but when you look at what this looks like in real life, it's this is a year where we have no idea who's going to be the quarterback at Alabama. We don't know who's going to be the quarterback at Arkansas. Excuse me. We know who's going to be quarterback at Arkansas, which is a leg up. You know, we don't know who's going to be the quarterback at Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so we know who's going to be the quarterback at LSU. But this is a chance to try to take a step up, if you ask me. Who do you think is the pick in the West? It's really hard not to say Alabama. But – you know what? This, yeah, yeah, I understand the question you asked me. What I, the question that I want to answer though is, who has an opportunity to take a step forward? That's really and what I'm asking. I don't yes. think Alabama's going to. I don't think Alabama's going to take a step forward. Mm-hmm. So can you? Who can skip over them? I think Alabama's going to maintain. I think the question becomes, is it LSU or is it Arkansas? I don't. I'm not worried about Auburn. I know Robbie Ashford is back, and I'm excited about that. But it's a new coaching staff, it's a new system, a whole new thing. They're going to have growing pains. Same staff at, at, at Arkansas, and we got the same staff at LSU. Who's the better coach, Pittman or Brian Kelly? Who can take a better step? And who's an LSU? Obviously, team that's recruited a little bit better. But this is an opportunity if you're Arkansas and you do everything, you you check your boxes. You've got an opportunity to take a big step. Okay, but you do have a new offensive coordinator, and so how do you feel yes. like Enos meshes with what KJ can do or will do? I think he's a. I like. I like him. Like he's a. I think that he's going to play into KJ's strength, and I think that's going to be the key. And you look at a guy, Dan Enos, who we've seen him kind of be the darling for a while. Mm-hmm. We've seen him kind of fall off for a little bit. But when I look at Dan Enos, I think the big key for him is he gets something that he hasn't really had before, which is the ability uh, of a guy that's an accomplished passer but also can move. And so you think about Central Michigan, obviously. Uh, what was he at? Miami before, like you think about all those things and, and the key is going to be, how do we blend? And this kind of goes back to uh, Ohio state where they had a guy like a Justin Fields, a more powerful Justin Fields, if you will. Uh, speaking to KJ Jefferson, the key is going to be, how do I put him in positions to succeed? Whether that's short yardage. And one of the things I think about a lot is uh, JT Barrett, where I don't need my guy to run a lot, but I do need you to pick up these tight yards. We saw what I wouldn't be surprised to see them incorporate some of what the Eagles did in terms of that big push in the middle to get to clear short yardage so they can extend drives. And that's the part that I'm interested in. I think down the field, it's a matter of can we get separation? And that's going to be the part that's going to be interesting. But that's not a coach's issue. That is a thing that players have to do for themselves. Because if you're not fast enough, you're not strong enough, you can't create separation or you can't be open when you're not open. That's on the players today. Uh, Dan Lefevre is a guy that um, Eno's coached him, right, at Central yeah. Michigan? Yeah, that's it. What a name. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I haven't thought about Dan Lefevre. Because it looks like Lefevre, but, yeah, I haven't thought about him in so long. He what had, a name. He had a 3,000-1,000 season. 
3,000 uh, passing and, and 1,000 yards rushing, and he had a phenomenal career. Almost 3,000 career rushing yards while passing for over 12,000, almost 13,000. So I'm not saying that Enos is going to turn KJ into a 3,000, 1,000 guy, but if he can stay upright through the season, the numbers could be pretty impressive. Yep. Goodness. I, you got that. Went deep in the well there. That, wow. That Enos' is second it. stop. It's his first, second time he's been to Arkansas, so we kind of talked about it, I guess, the first time around, but it's been a minute. So Yeah. Um, last thing I, I want to ask it. you about, and we were talking to Coach Kelly about this earlier, and, and then the big question mark is how accepting is the ego of Jimbo with the ego of Petrino? And so I can't Ooh. wait to see because he already bristled at the question at media day, Michael, and it shocked me because I'm like, what did you think they were going to ask you about? Your backup left tackle? Like, no, they're going to talk to you about your dynamic with Petrino, who's been a head coach for 20 years. How are you going to balance that? And who's going to call the plays? And he didn't want to admit that he's not going to call the plays initially. And it's like, this is going to be interesting. But if they don't get along, it could be so much fun for the rest of us to watch. It's going to suck for AM fans. If they do get along, it's going to suck for everybody else. I just, this is one of those, like, they got so many issues on that roster. They got so many issues. I mean, this is a team. You look at it. Look at A&M. Look at, like, have you guys looked at that roster and looked at what their starting lineup looks like? Mm-mm. They got a bunch of guys. I like, I, I, I like what is it, Aeneas Smith? I yeah. like him. Yeah. And then we've got the rest. Yes, right? that's right. I don't know what this looks like. This is going to be – and Bobby Petrino and Jimbo Fisher, their offenses – and, Coach, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they are so different because – Bobby Petrino lives on levels. And that's something that I thought that helped him set up Lamar Jackson for the NFL. But he lives on levels. He wants to make sure that he occupies linebackers with eye candy up front. Then he wants to make sure that safeties have a problem with guys in the intermediate. Then he wants to make sure that that corner has to push deep. And I'm thinking, I'm speaking from a cover four or a cover three defense. And then you run them into a space where all of a sudden it makes it easier for the quarterback and double moves and those things. And Jimbo Fisher is someone that likes a little bit more precision. He likes to be explicit, direct. He, him, Ryan Day, those guys, they like to be very specific with what they're going to get out of you. And uh, Jimbo's like, listen, if they're playing man, keep running. If they're not – or excuse me, um, Petrino's like, if they're playing man, keep running. If they're playing zone, sit down, and we're going to find you. And my quarterback's going to find you. And that's going to be an interesting element of the teaching here and then we got what we got Connor Wegman, we got Max Johnson. I just this is going to be a really interesting marriage, and we'll find out if it's successful. I, I agree with you. In the, in the different offenses, way different. I, but yeah. let's like we said, forget getting along or not. If Bobby Petrino calls the offense, they're going to be way better. If he does yeah. not, they're going to be way worse. And they do vastly different. But I don't think Jimbo has a choice. I, I think he is under the gun, not just under the gun. I think he's been called in and said, hey, you're not going to do this. And that's it. And Bobby yeah. Petrino, not only do I like his offense better, he's the be- yeah. He's probably the best at that moment play caller. What have you been seeing? Yeah. What did you see three plays ago that you oh. can line up in that formation and find a guy, a linebacker leverage too far in or a safety leverage too far over and take advantage of that? And I, I think he's he's just better than everybody else at that. And and, and that's going to cause some problems because I don't think there's going to be a fight in there. I think it doesn't matter when they get to the field. Bobby P's calling the plays, and they're going to be better. I, I, last thing, and I know I get, we got to go, but the, the, the cool, like, I would put Ralph Regan and I would put Petrino at the top of my list of guys that are sequential play callers where they set you up to be wrong every time. Hmm. I like it. 
Ralph Regan, I've heard that. There's another. That's, a, that's a, well. a long time ago. That, that, that's the old Maryland coach. Yeah. So Dan Enos is there. Maybe he picked up some Ralph Regan stuff. Yes. Yes, no doubt. There we go. Well, Michael, enjoy uh, the weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again here in a couple of weeks. And certainly the talking season underway. We appreciate that. It's nice to have that content for us. And uh, Pittman now up on the on the uh, SEC Network desk talking with the guys. So I'm sure he's having a good time. He's in his element now. All right. You guys take it easy. All right. See you, buddy.